and welcome to the Hyphen Hedge Podcast. My name is Amberly, and I'm so pleased to have you join me today. Today's guest is a great ritual drummer, a delight to talk to. Well, he's a delight to talk to, and a delight in general, and <laughs> he's the mastermind behind the vest of Corey's Fulcrum. Please welcome Corey. How are you doing, Corey? I'm doing well. It's middle of the Pride Month, so I'm just like everywhere. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Thank you for taking a couple minutes out of your, your pride to speak with me. Of course. So why don't we start with introduce yourself, where do you hail from, all of your fun, fun um, facts. So my name is Corey from Corey's Cauldron. Um, before this, I was noted as the unofficial official tweeter for Witch Bitch Amateur Hour, um, which right. led into Corey's Cauldron. Um, originally from Appalachia, uh, so southeastern Kentucky. Currently live in northern Kentucky, Cincinnati area, um, kind of causing mayhem up here. Uh, and yeah, that's pretty much everything I can think of. <laughs> that's awesome. Are you drinking anything exciting today, Corey? Um, I literally just finished some lemon lift tea from Big Below. I think is the brand. Um, and because of the smoke and the pollen uh, and everything up here, um, I add, there's like this tea concentrate you can get from um, some international stores. I think it's generally specifically Asian stores. Um, that's like this honey ginger concentrate. There are these giant chunks of ginger in it, and it's just divine. I love it. That but, sounds yeah. divine. How about you? I, I'm drinking water. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> also good. Because of uh, all the pollen and stuff, I've just like, yeah. I have had had the worst allergies today. So uh, just plain old water. Yeah. Also very important. Drink your water. Yes, it is. It is very important. So I know that you spend most of your time mm-hmm. listening to witchy podcasts. Yes. And I'm not going to bother you with what are you reading, because I know you're listening to podcasts instead. So what <laughs> what did you listen to most recently? Um, so I also just realized this. I didn't really explain what Corey's Cauldron was. Um, so Corey's Cauldron is kind of a one-stop shop for witchy content. Um, I focus primarily on podcasts. I do mm-hmm. try to throw in YouTube every once in a while, um, just because there is a lot of YouTube content out there that doesn't cross over into just the podcast sphere. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some wonderful creators on YouTube. Um, also though, YouTube's algorithm is a little bit more friendly to like mm-hmm. show you things, things like Spotify or even just like um, Apple podcasts or kind of like your um, third party uh, right. apps don't necessarily show you stuff. Um, so that's kind of why I focus primarily on podcasts. Um as far as what I listen to, um, it varies drastically depending on the day. Um, <laughs> so I will say right now, probably, can I give you like my top three? Is that okay? Yeah, for sure. Give give us your top three. Um, so I will have to say, I'm going to cheat a lot on this one because that's ADHD for you. Um, first up is Witch Bitch Amateur Hour and Your Average Witch. Um, of course lump those together just because like 
Kim and I have been like friends for forever because of Witch Bitch Amateur Hour. Uh, and like those two podcasts kind of together actually are what started Corey's Cauldron. Um, right. So Witch Bitch Amateur Hour for the official, unofficial tweeter. And then uh, Kim was kind of the fire under my butt and also the kick in the pants to start Corey's Cauldron. Um, so soft spot for them always. Um, recently there has been an increase in the use of witchcraft and psychology at the same time, mm -hmm. which I love. Um, and so my number two spot would definitely have to go to the tarot diagnosis, um, which is examining, it's specifically demystifying the tarot, but using the tarot as a way of kind of like um, a tool for mental health. And that's honestly so cool. Um, and then I would say my third one, just because it's close to my sphere, uh, my grandmother's, or my grandmother was rather, from Wales. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, and I just realized there's like four more I could put in this spot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's close to my sphere, but not quite um, because of Welsh ancestry. Um, right. Anything by Madame Pamita, who's also an author. She's absolutely just a wonderful human being. Um, but she has two podcasts that I'm aware of. Um, one being uh, Magic and the Law of Attraction. And then the other being uh, Baba Yaga's... Baba Yaga's Magic, I think. I'm going to have to look it up right now because... Now I'm like, my brain is like, nope, we're not going to listen. That's okay. I don't know. So I I would throw it in there for you, but. Baba Yaga's magic. That's it. <laughs> okay. You were right. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't deny yourself. Right. <laughs> um, and of course there's like, I could, God, Salty Witches and um, The Red Text and uh, Southern Bramble, three podcasts all in a row, all very quickly. Um, mm -hmm. They are predominantly queer which is wonderful. I love listening to them. Nice. Um, Red text leans kind of um, like Christian witchy, which is really cool in my opinion, um, growing mm -hmm. up as a Baptist yeah. and hearing kind of the way that people reclaim Christianity and put it into like a witchy sphere is really fun, especially from queer people. Um, oh, yeah. That's always like really wonderful. Um to hear so i could go on there's so many podcasts <laughs> well that's okay we, i mean we will talk about all of them well not maybe, maybe not all of them but a lot <laughs> um do you have like is there a new one that just came out recently that you think is going to be an up-and-comer i just discovered one recently um and by recently i mean like in the last two hours, because uh, <laughs> that's my life, uh, called Field Notes and Folklore. Becca Simon is the person who is in charge of this one. Um, and the little blurb that they have is, Field Notes and Folklore is a naturalist's view of science, nature, and culture. Naturalist Becca Simon takes listeners outdoors to learn about what is out there and how different types of people have used or thought about each topic. And like, the first two podcast episodes are up. I haven't listened to them yet um, just because I just found it. Um, but the first one is forest bathing. And then the second one is May apple. 
Um, both of those sound really cool. Yeah. The idea of forest bathing, um, especially as like a kid who grew up very much in nature. Um, I will say like sometimes whenever I'm starting to feel like overwhelmed, like I need to go into the woods and scream about it. (laughs) (laughs) And so like the, I think that like that concept is something that I've probably partaken in without realizing it. So that's really cool. That's awesome. I love that. Um, I know a new one that just came out this week, mm-hmm. their very first episode. Ooh, so uh, it is called Whispers from the Cauldron. And I've been chatting with them because they actually shared uh, one of my episodes just as a story and said, you yeah. know, we like to support fellow podcasters. I was like, who, who are these people? Right. <laughs> I think they actually just followed me on Corey's Cauldron. Oh, great. Because, um, like, that sounds familiar. Yeah, they they just, just started, and I've been um, kind of helping them, telling them how I started and what I use and, and just any questions that they've had. And I'm going to have them on the podcast. I think they're great. scheduled to talk next. I think we're going to record next weekend. Yeah. Or next week. So write that one down <laughs> yes I, I just so i predominantly use spotify also for listeners i predominantly use spotify um just because spotify's algorithm is a little friendlier um mm-hmm. also like a huge part of the reason why i have Corey's cauldron and why i started it is like if you type in witchy podcasts and anything you're gonna get really weird results um and yeah. i noticed really quickly that like some of those results haven't updated in two plus years. Right. It's really kind of heartbreaking to like start listening to this podcast thinking, oh, these people are updating all the time. Like I'm going to listen to this backlog and then like have more podcasts to listen to. And then you get through the backlog and it's like, nope, nothing. Oh, oh yeah. right. okay. Um, especially like for podcasts that you like you enjoy listening to like the podcasters you develop Mm -hmm. kind of like a parasocial relationship with them um, right which can be dangerous i will go ahead and also like (laughs) say that Um, (laughs) but uh you kind of develop like this like uh sense of kind of belonging through listening to people um and so it was like in my very beginning journeys kind of like i kept running into that Mm -hmm. Uh, and i was like man it would be awesome if there was like someone who would just be like here are podcasts to listen to and there's there's Corey's cauldron and here you are (laughs) i am be the change you want to see in the world (laughs) that's right that's exactly right there's there's a need somebody's gonna somebody's gonna want it right i love that um so i know that okay i know waba is is your favorite yes and and kim Yes. So I'm vetoing <laughs> answers from Fair. those two. <laughs> Do you have a favorite recent episode from okay. any of the podcasts? Ooh. Um, Tarot Diagnosis actually just started, or like they released an episode that kind of restarted the Fool's journey, starting with the Fool. So it, cultivating resilience with the Fool. Um, and so, and this was from May 28th of 2023, in case someone in the future is listening. Um, so there was recently a change in the podcast where it went from two podcasters to one podcaster. 
Um, mm-hmm. And that episode is the first, like, not the first episode after, but like the first full episode where um, kind of they weren't talking specifically about the other uh, host leaving. Um, mm-hmm. The episode after the host actually left or the second host left. Um, and they do a really wonderful job kind of talking about um, like new journeys with the fool mm-hmm. and kind of being in that fool mindset um, and kind of like where it can take you like quite literally, you're just kind of standing above an abyss and what mm-hmm. that's like. Um, so I really loved that one. I'm getting cold chills thinking about it. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then I want to say there was an episode recently from Southern Bramble. See, now I'm scrolling through, like, all the other podcasts that I listen to. I'm like, oh, I should have mentioned that one. I should have mentioned that one. I should have mentioned that one. Um, Sigilcraft, yeah. Uh, so Southern Bramble Sigilcraft. It's season three, episode 10. Um, and they talk about just kind of, like, the history of sigils, um, use in grimoires, astrology. Um and I'm, I love sigils. I think they're really powerful. Mm-hmm. I think that you can kind of do like mass magic with them. So like everyone can probably like go on Google and type in like sigil for mm-hmm. here. And I think that there's really like, there's a lot of power in those types of sigils because multiple people are using them. Um, but then you can make them super specific and unique. Um, I know witchy, uh, like coders who will put sigils into their code which is really cool and really fun oh that's interesting yeah and like uh one of the coders that i know they do like website design and stuff and so in the html they will like make a sigil inside of the html that doesn't website i need to talk to that person yeah, I'll, I'll find them and see if I can get them your way because it's really cool. I would love that. I would yeah. love that is the most bonkers, bizarre, backwards in my brain way of, yeah. of doing the most amazing, amazing thing. Like, right. I love it. So much. Right. <laughs> like high tech witches are something else. Like, I love it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought I was like ahead of the times using my kitchen. aid. damn. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. That's awesome. And by the way, I will link all of these in the show notes. Perfect. Um, and if you feel like you missed things that you want to share, you can send me a list. Perfect. And, and that will be fine. Um, so I know right now Corey's Cauldron is, is a one-stop shop for, for podcasts and some YouTubes. Um, but I also know, that Mr. Mr. Corey himself is going to get a master's degree. I am. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's going to be in psychology, right? Yes. So um, I start school in August for uh, my counseling degree or master's in counseling. Um, so that is going to change things a little bit um, mm-hmm. as far. And I've already changed, like I've, all the changes have already happened realistically um, kind of in preparation for this. Cause Mm-hmm. the first semester is 15 credit hours which is like nothing to sneeze at and i yeah. have been in school in eight years <laughs> um but uh it's beneficial because also like it's a master's program i don't have to deal with like all of the gen eds and stuff like that mm-hmm. um 
So realistically, I can just like dive into the actual topics, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, because it's a mental health field, um, all of the textbooks are audiobooks. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. And because of Corey's Cauldron, I've gotten to the point where I can listen pretty regularly to about two times speed. Yes. Um, so um, I'll probably have the textbooks like read within the first week of class <laughs> um, and then just go back and listen to chapters as I need to. Um, right. But yeah, so I start that, um, which will be fun, um, a little nerve wracking, but fun. So, yeah. That's so exciting. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. Do you think that's going to, after you graduate, do you think that Corey's Cauldron might evolve into something else? Yeah, I could definitely see that happening. Um, right now, I don't have I don't have plans for that. Um, mm-hmm. If anything, it'll kind of give me a little bit more freedom to um, kind of do things with Corey's Cauldron. Mm-hmm. But right now, I mean, like I've I've toyed around with like, making my own podcast i've toyed around Mm -hmm. with like different like x y and z things (coughs) excuse me Mm -hmm. um but i don't know it's exciting like i could get on the other side of this and like maybe something that i experience absolutely changes Corey's cauldron and like i go a completely different direction with it i think like i still currently this Corey wants to keep it as at least somewhat of a hub. Like I want it to be a place where people can go find podcasts to listen to. So I, I think I'm going to keep it like <clears throat> relatively kind of like one-stop shoppy. Um, but I might add stuff to it. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Even here recently, like the, this pride month, I've kind of talked about uh, being involved in the community as a queer person. Um, mm-hmm. And that like, social media is a giant like math equation um, and it treats people who post regularly one way, Mm -hmm. people who post new content regularly a different way. And then people who post just kind of random stuff very poorly. (laughs) So like, like land in this like new and exciting type of content without like, being completely like off the wall with it. Um, and so like part of that is I think I'm going to start like from here forward, maybe posting a little bit more about personal life stuff, mm-hmm. uh, especially like being in school, being a witch, um, kind of having education in a background that is generally <clears throat> not super friendly towards witches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, cause like a lot of times mental health can be understanding towards things like Christianity because it's more mainstream, big air quotes on that. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas whenever someone starts talking about witchcraft, mm-hmm. it becomes a very different like conversation. And that is not to discredit or say that I don't believe in, um, spiritual psychosis that is very much a thing. I know people who have experienced it. It's very dangerous and very scary. Um, but whenever I talk about like my like kind of a psychic intuition, that can sound weird if you're on the other side of the couch. And I'm very worried. Right. Um, and so kind of having the background that I have as a witch going into the mental health field 
and kind of establishing myself in that might be a really fun thing to talk about. And of course, like that will also depend on like the ethics board and all of that good stuff. Cause I'm not trying to endanger my future. <laughs> right. Right. Understood. Understood. I am. Um, so I, I recently, I was, I was going to therapy and I, I told my therapist that I was pagan, asked if that was going to be a problem. And, you know, and are you going to be able to relate to that? Or, you know, can I talk about that? And she said, no, it's not a problem. And I, but I just didn't, I kind of felt like it was. So, um, I said, I'm going to, I'm going to go and find somebody who might yeah. also be pagan, not a single person in my network. Yep. And, and that's the thing too. So like, there's this like massive hole in the mental health field where like depending on your list of kind of marginalization can vastly skew your ability to find someone who mm -hmm. is even aware enough to be able to help. Right. Like I am a queer witch who is non-binary from mm -hmm. Appalachia. Mm -hmm. There is quite literally no one available to me that is like me. That's now, quite a list. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, and I can find, like, bits and pieces. So I can find maybe someone mm -hmm. who's queer, which also there are hardly any queer therapists mm -hmm. in this sphere. Um, so I might, be able to, I might be able to find someone who's queer. I might be able to find someone who's Appalachian. Those two people probably won't be the same person. Mm -hmm. And then finding someone who's non-binary, or at least openly non-binary, probably non-existent. Mm -hmm. um, and then a witch is like super left field at that point. Like it's just not going to happen. Um, so I kind of want to be a person to fill that gap. Like I know what it's like to experience life as, and I'm neurodivergent on top of that. Like I have mm -hmm. ADHD, so I can empathize with a lot of kind of experiences. And that's one of my huge goals in doing like this education like track is because I want to be able to be that person that like, I can't really find for myself. So. Right. Very cool. I'm so excited about that. I'm so excited. So let's, let's switch it up a little bit. And do you, would you be willing to talk a little bit about your practice? Yeah. Um, so I am a kitchen, witch, I guess you could say, um, labels and stuff like that I've kind of like lost mm -hmm. lost those a long time ago um but I also know that labels are important when people are trying to find community so um I would say that I'm a kitchen which kind of by nature of practice mm -hmm. uh, I do a lot of kind of herbal um teas and whenever I'm cooking like I cook in a very specific way um even stuff that's like not as uh involved like frozen lasagna for example mm -hmm. i will throw a bunch of herbs on the top of it and let it sit and cook it and it'll be wonderful okay. um, then past that um the more i'm exposed to kind of appalachian witchcraft ways the more mm -hmm. i realize that i'm practicing in ways that most appalachians practice uh, which is really fun and interesting because uh, i didn't know <laughs> uh, whenever I first started that that's kind of common um, mm -hmm. 
so a lot of it kind of lends itself towards like root work um which is uh not atypical mm -hmm. um and then past that it's pretty much just kind of doing uh weekly recognitions so i have like a money altar for example where three days a week i will light a candle light incense um, and sort of put energy and devote energy towards my money altar. Um, and that has treated me very well. So we will continue doing that. Um, and then past that, just like regular protections for the home. Um, you could say meditation. I don't call it meditation because it's not what meditation looks like for most people. Um, mm -hmm. But like kind of mindfulness during like walks with my dog for example um or even just being outside and kind of absorbing like the sun or the moonlight mm -hmm. and just kind of being with nature and kind of finding peace in that stillness so like it's more like an active meditation rather than a passive one exactly yeah 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 um that's the way i cannot sit and i mean if it's a guided meditation i can usually handle it yeah if I'm just going to sit there and like, nope, it's, I'm thinking about what I'm going to make for dinner right. and you know, what's happening with the neighbors. Why is their dog barking? <laughs> like, <I can't. laughs> There's too much going on at one time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I get that for sure. Yeah. Uh, do you have a daily practice that you, that you do? Um, really the only daily practice, and this is kind of, this is the only consistent, I think. Um, mm -hmm. So every night before I go to bed, um, I will do kind of like a visualization and it helps me sleep where I kind of just envision myself um, in a bubble. Um, so if I've mentioned this in a couple of other podcasts and stuff like that too, um, like to me, I am big on visualization of energy uh, mm -hmm. and like, like cord cutting for me is an energetic cord cutting, not a physical one. So I will mm -hmm. tell people like, imagine that your hands are these like blades. And then while you're in the shower, washing yourself, your like knife hands are like severing the cords. Um, oh. I do the same with whatever I'm going to sleep. Um, I'll imagine kind of this energy bubble around me um, as like a protective thing. And then, um, depending on how I'm feeling whenever it manifests, I may expand it or do like shrink it. Um, usually in like moments when I feel something kind of icky, um, I've had some very interesting dreams um, that included the hat man. If you're familiar. Yeah. It, I don't like it. I hate it. Um, but that's kind of, I think that's where that started was like my nightly, mm -hmm. like, I'm in a bubble. Nothing could hurt me in this bubble. Um, and it's changed color and shape and brightness over time. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much my only daily practice for sure. That's really interesting. Yeah. Uh, I, I love to hear new ones. Yeah. Mine, you know, a lot of people have the same as mine as I get up and I do my coffee, you know, Right. but I like to hear, I like to hear different, different things. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with getting up and doing your coffee. I, <laughs> I would probably be there if I weren't taking stimulants for ADHD because the ah. second you take Adderall and then drink coffee, it's like 
my heart's going to explode. I'm in danger. Yeah. 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 I actually switched to decaf recently. I commend you. My partner switched to decaf and they are not happy about it. Yeah. It's it's for health reasons. And sometimes I'll slip like one scoop of regular in there, but the rest of it is decaf. And that that's, that's good. I I can handle it. Um, so if you had to choose three things to keep on your altar, what would they be? Um, so one would be my cauldron. Um, it's this little like baby cauldron. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I use that generally for like smoke cleansing purposes. I have, I actually like throw like pottery. Um, so oh, I that's- have it. If I could, like, make everyone in the world do one thing, especially witches, it would be go to a clay class and throw a bowl and use that on your altar. There's something so specifically grounding about throwing. Um, And I'm sure that Sarah from Flora and Fauna is like, or Flora and Function is like, yes. Um, But I would say, like, I have a mug that actually, like, houses my cauldron so that I can, like, carry my cauldron around while it's a billion degrees because of a coal inside of it. Um, I have a bowl that I made for my money altar. Um, so my pottery, my cauldron, and then I would say my bells. Um, so I use sound cleansing typically, um, just cause I live in an apartment and sometimes smoke cleansing can be not good. Uh, right. and I love my bells. So, uh, I would keep, I would have those three things on my altar at all times. Very nice. I love a good bell. They're so nice. Like, and depending on like the material, you can get completely different sounds. Um, Mm -hmm. I've used wine glasses before. Those are super fun. They can get very loud though. So like, you gotta be careful. Well, I don't do like the singing glass thing. I like drop a marble in it and then swirl it around. So she Mm -hmm. gets, there've been a couple of times. There've been a couple of times where I thought I was going to break a wine glass because of it. (laughs) (laughs) I break wine glasses all the time, but for different reasons. (laughs) 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 I, uh, I just recently went to a place in Pennsylvania with my friend. We'll call her Marge. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Dish Junction, I think is what it's called. And I found this really beautiful glass bell it's like a crystal bell with a little bird in it and it's so gorgeous and it makes it has the most clear beautiful sound Mm -hmm. i just absolutely love it there's like there's a specific sound too like um i'll grab one real quick like clayware makes such a specific sound that like and part of it is has to do with like um the amount or like lack of air inside of the actual like thing and mm-hmm. so this most recent set this is the mug that houses my cauldron um, beautiful actually, it's the first mug that is actually functional for me because i can actually like hold it and it's like awesome. instead of drinking out of it i put my cauldron in it. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, okay no one's judging it makes this really beautiful, like. Wow. Yeah. And like, I, 
whenever I was bringing them home, because it's like, it's a three piece set, mm-hmm. um, bowl, this, and then what I guess could be like a saucer for this. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, I heard it like making that, I heard the pieces making that sound and I was like, oh no, I'm going to break one of them. No, these things are solid, like solid. I'm That's great. Solid. Yeah. So. I Looking at it, I would think it would have a much deeper tone. Yeah. yeah. Cause I mean, it's, it, I mean, it's pretty deep. Like it definitely holds, mm-hmm. I would say two cups of water. Yeah. Well, it's beautiful. Yeah. I'm very proud of it. Gorgeous. Oh, I always, this is always my favorite one. <laughs> if, you, if you could choose any witch in the present or in history to meet, who would it be? This is, I've been thinking about this question all day. Cause I'm like, I don't like, I don't know names. That's the that's the awful part. I don't know names. Um, I would say <clears throat> I would want to specifically meet because I know there are witches in my lineage. Like mm-hmm. most people are generally like witchy leaning. Um, so I would really want to. That was a very big overstatement, but you know what I mean. Um, mm-hmm. I, know what I, mean. I would want to meet one of my ancestors who is from Wales and just like talk to them um, because there's also some very interesting history with Wales um, oh my surrounding, gosh, yeah. <laughs> surrounding specifically kind of uh, Christianity trying to force its way in um, mm-hmm. not really working very well. <laughs> um, so I would love to talk to them and just see like what their practice looks like mm-hmm. um, and kind of learn about their way of life and stuff be really cool yeah that's great then i i know you're not a big reader but uh there is a book called witches druids and sin eaters Ooh. by john g hughes and it is about welsh uh witchcraft so i'm gonna have to look that one up yeah it's a good one um i mean even just to read like a little at a time yeah it's a good one uh that was our last book club book Mm -hmm. uh which kind of fell by the wayside because it's now lacrosse season. <laughs> <laughs> so we switched up our book club, um, like the way that we do it. It used to be Zooms every Sunday. And now we're doing a Marco Polo group. So I can just pop on, you know, right. even if I'm at wherever and be like, hey, this is what I think about that. Or what do you right. think? You know, and we can just have the conversation that way because it's just been too, too hard for everyone to sit down at a certain time every week. Yeah. So, so, and this time we're reading our first fiction novel, which is exciting. Ooh, fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so tarot or Oracle? This is also a really difficult question. <laughs> it depends, <laughs> to me, it depends on the situation. Um, uh-huh. So if, if I'm wanting a specific answer, like if I'm wanting yes or no, mm-hmm. I'm going to go tarot. Okay. If I'm wanting like <clears throat> a vibe, then I go Oracle. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that that's kind of like, that's obviously the difference between Tarot and Oracle and all that stuff. Right. Um, for the purpose of the fact that like Tarot has a specific meaning, I lean mm-hmm. toward Tarot more frequently. Mm-hmm. Because also like whenever it comes to divination tools like that, I'm looking for like a more concrete, like this is the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and also because of like podcasts like the tarot diagnosis or um wild soul tarot mm-hmm. they look at tarot and, and arcane dames even um they look at tarot in a very specific way mm-hmm. of like this is this card this is what this means this is how this can be interpreted depending on the situation and the other cards they're with like that can change things and so <clears throat> and also the history with tarot like using playing cards as tarot and mm-hmm. all this other like really cool stuff um i think that i lean more towards tarot because of that long-winded answer tarot <laughs> oh, that's fair that's fair but, but i mean it's good to have a long like to have a reason you know right. it doesn't right. take a long <laughs> <laughs> um so do you have a favorite tarot deck i do um so i have the crow tarot I love that deck. This deck makes me so happy. Um, Also, because the reason I love this deck so much, um, the first pull I did from it, I was like, I did the whole, like, what kind of deck are you? Like, what are you going to show me? Mm -hmm. And it was the day that all of the crows were, like, flying around. It was, like, the Senate building or something like that. Um, It was, like, the Senate or the House of Representatives, one of those two. But it was like I vaguely remember that. Yeah, it it was like it came up in witchy sphere for like two seconds. I'm never die though because of this because of this deck. Um, So (laughs) I pulled the tower card, which if I can find it quickly, I will show you. But it's literally like it looked exactly like the pictures. Oh, here it looked exactly like the pictures. Yeah, of the Senate (laughs) building with all the birds flying around it, and I was like. Y'all ain't being subtle. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, funny. Also, this is the first deck that I have ever done reverse readings on, mm-hmm. which is a very interesting thing. Um, the other decks that I've always used, like historically, Oracle or Tarot, I've never done reverse mm-hmm. on. Um, yeah. This deck was the first one that I got that was like, reverse. You You need to reverse some of these cards. This doesn't make sense. So... Yeah. Very well. Very yeah. well. Did you happen to catch that episode where I interviewed the the creator of that deck? I did. Yes. I... Isn't she a hoot? Yes. Love. Love so much. Oh, her <laughs> new one is coming out. I think it's all for pre-order right now. And it's the, I don't remember, but it looks really cool. Yeah. I have to be careful. So... I'm like one, two, three, four. <laughs> I'm five decks deep. And like, it's, I know that that is a small number for some witches. I went, <laughs> I went to half price books the other day and uh, I was looking at the tarot cards, of course. And I walked mm-hmm. up to the counter and uh, the person by the counter was like, oh yeah, if you look behind me. And it was literally like a bookshelf of <gasps> tarot cards. She was like, all of that came from one person. And I was like, you know, I, I believe that because anytime someone's like, oh, I have a friend who's a witch. The first thing that that person gets for a gift is tarot cards typically right right yeah when my sister passed away uh-huh. my mom called me and she was like what do you want of your sisters i was like hands down i want her her tarot deck i don't want anything else i just want her tarot deck right well it magically disappeared huh nobody knows where her deck is which just breaks my heart but i guess that means it yeah. wasn't meant for me but right. <laughs> like i really wanted her tarot deck <laughs> I guess that's fine, but she has like the original writer weight that she's had for since 
I mean, for like 30, 35 years, you know, forever. Yeah. 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 So. I bet they're like so worn in perfectly. Like, I know. Oh. It's a travesty. Maybe they'll pop up. Maybe they will. Maybe they will. Or maybe they went to somebody who needed them. Yeah. Hopefully they went to somebody who needed them. We're at the point Mm -hmm. where I like to ask the guests if they have a spell or a ritual or a recipe. Do you have something you'd like to share? Yeah. So, um, and it's very poignant because it is summer solstice soon. Um, So I have two solstice rituals I do. I do summer solstice and winter solstice specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, my summer solstice is a little less involved, um, because in my opinion, the summer solstice is about you going outside and enjoying the heat, um, mm-hmm. kind of soaking up sun. But for ritual purposes, what I'll do <clears throat> is I will take a big old mason jar. Um, I will put probably half a cup of various peppers, um, like cooking peppers so like, uh-huh. uh, red pepper flakes uh, cayenne pepper <clears throat> excuse me um, I'm trying to think of the other stuff that I've used that's kind of like the vein is like um, chilies I'll put like dried chilies in there stuff like that mm-hmm. um, and I will put that in a windowsill with a red candle on top of it I will let the candle burn down watching it of course because House fires are a thing. We don't want to, mm-hmm. we don't want to right. this on flame. Um, yes, it's the summer solstice. We don't want to burn the house down. Um, <laughs> but I'll, like, and it'll be a tiny candle. Um, I just want it to be enough to, like, drip over the sides mm-hmm. without covering the whole thing. <clears throat> and then I will sit that in the window. Typically, I try to do it from, like, dusk to dawn. Or did I get that? Dawn right? to dawn. Yes. Dawn to Dusk. Um, I was thinking of the movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'll do from Dawn to Dusk so that, like, the entire, like, day is absorbed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll usually let that sit until the winter solstice. And mm-hmm. I won't touch it. Like, I'll shake it up, and it gets this really pretty, like, bright red color. Um, mm-hmm. And I'll use that, like, once the winter solstice hits, I'll use that for, like, cleansing purposes um, spell work in general, huge caveat, don't touch it with your bare hands. It will burn you um, unless you just have amazingly strong constitution and your skin can withhand, can withstand anything. Yeah. Um, so do you put water in there with the peppers? Just straight oil. Oh, oil. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't think I said that part. <laughs> no, it's just peppers. <laughs> okay. I was like, how does it get so I don't think so it <laughs> Um, it's, it's, uh, I fill it with oil. So like, depending on what I have at the time, sometimes it's just like regular canola oil. Sometimes it's mm-hmm. olive oil. Um, just kind of depends on what I have the most of in the kitchen at that moment. So. Gotcha. Do you and ever also, cook with it? I've been afraid to because, um, I have aerosolized pepper so many times in my kitchen using uh-huh. hot oils that, uh, once you once you pepper spray yourself once or twice doing that, it's kind of like we're not doing this anymore. Well, I've, I've done that. Yeah, it hurts. <laughs> it does. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Wow, yeah, the air is so spicy. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
that's so funny. Well, that's great. I'm going to try that this year. Um, it's coming up. My winter solstice, I, this is probably the only time I'll do actual meditation, like passive mm-hmm. sitting down and meditating. Um, and it's kind of intense. I will say that because it's focused on shadow work. Mm-hmm. Um, completely dark room. Um, I will have two mirrors set up so that it kind of creates like a triangle between me and the two mirrors. Mm-hmm. If I look down, I see myself. If I look forward, I see myself. And then on the mirror on the floor, there will be two candles on each side, typically like some sort of crystal matrix. Um, I turn on Wardruna. Ah. I stare at myself and meditate until um, truths about myself are revealed. Um, and it can get really intense. Sometimes it's mm-hmm. less intense, sometimes it's more intense. Um, but that's really kind of my recognition of like, this is the longest night. This is the point at which my shadow self needs to be reintegrated. Mm-hmm. Kind of made its way away from me, kind of. So Yeah, that's that sounds intense. Yeah. It's real good, so, though. It's always yeah. very satisfying. Like, afterwards, it's like, I'm exhausted, but in a good way. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Thank you for sharing both of those. That's yeah. great. Uh, would you like to share a card poll today? Sure. Let's see. We have... Oh, and it's reversed. <laughs> uh, three of Pentacles reversed. And I am not a tarot master, so I always use my book. That's okay. Because... We are always welcome to accept help from others. That's right. That's right. Three of Pentacles. So, Three of Pentacles reversed. Uh, The team is not functioning well together because of too many (laughs) egos involved. You may be feeling as though your ideas are not respected, and as a result, there is a friction within the group. A change of work environment may be necessary to achieve harmony in your career. And I'm getting an education to do just that. <laughs> great. That's great. That's what, that's, that's so poignant uh, in my life, but not for work, but for, you know, other situations. So, oh. wow. Well, that's like, that's the thing too. Like one of the things that I really love about tarot is like the books may say work or what have you, but it's like right. personal life even like, yeah, I could see that also like kind of transcribing, transcribing, you know, into personal life as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 That's crazy. Yeah. Pretty nuts. Pretty nuts. <laughs> All right. So, uh, we're going to, will you share yes. any, uh, upcoming events, issues you're passionate about, uh, anything like that you would like to, to do final thoughts? Yeah. Um, so first and foremost, I would like to say, please go out and support your local queer communities Go to Prides, be present. Um, if you can financially support uh, local Pride organizations, specifically like um, community service organizations, um, sometimes there are kind of like centers for queer people. Please go support those, even if it's just showing up. Um, a lot of those places really rely on even just physical numbers so that yeah. they can write grants please go to those places, especially if you live in states, which most people probably are, where queer people are actively being attacked. Um, yeah. 
please go support queer people. <laughs> um, and then, uh, other than that, um, I will say, because there is a book, I'm very slowly reading it, very slowly reading it, um, called Baba Yaga Book of Witchcraft by Madame Hamida. Very nice. Um, and it's very uh, kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's Baba Yaga's Book of Witchcraft. I don't know if I said that whole thing. Um, it's written in a way that kind of talks about just like different aspects of Slavic witchcraft mm-hmm. while also talking about kind of Slavic practice in general. Um, and I love it so much. Uh, so I would recommend that. I would like to get her on the podcast. That'd be great. Yes. Very much support. Now, you want to share your socials? Yes. Um, so I'm most active on Facebook and Instagram at Corey's Cauldron, C-O-R-E-Y-S-C-A-U-L-D-R-O-N. Um, and I also have a TikTok and a Twitter. They are not very friendly to me because of the way I post. Um, <laughs> I am there, just not necessarily as interactive. Uh, so Instagram and Facebook are the ones to check me out on. Yeah, absolutely. Do check him out because if you are in the need for a different uh, witchy podcast, mm-hmm. even though I know that you all love mine, <laughs> <laughs> there are so many other choices uh, that have different uh, different ways of looking at things, and they're not all book centric. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of book centric ones, though, too. So, yes, that is true. That is true. The to be read um, file is vast. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can definitely, I can definitely speak for that. Um, and just so everyone knows, if you would like to join uh, the book club with our new uh, platform, um, it's available to my five dollar patrons and above. And currently, we are reading Wayward by Amelia Hart, uh, starting today, which is June 13th. So, come join us. Corey, thank you so, so much for coming and visiting with me today. Absolutely. And I cannot wait to see you in September. Yes, in Ahada's Purpose. So excited. Yeah. Actually, I have some some of my listeners coming for the first time, and it's so exciting. That is so exciting, especially since it sold out so quickly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, I cannot wait to to see you then. And congratulations and good luck on your new school venture. And I look forward to hearing all about that. Perfect. I will see you in September, if not sooner. All right. Sounds good. See ya. See ya. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at The Hearth and Hedge, on my website, thehearthandhedge.com, or you can email me at thehearthandhedge at gmail.com. I also have a Patreon that can be found at patreon.com slash thehearthandhedge. If you like what you hear, consider leaving a review wherever you find your podcasts.